Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hi all, welcome to another episode of Shape of Work podcast. Joining us today we have Arushabh Dharamshi, co-founder at Ambigor Organics Private Limited. Hi Arushabh, how are you today? I'm doing great Ankita. Thanks for having me here. Most welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here as a guest and so you know we have so many things in our head to ask you and uh, my listeners would love to understand a couple of things and we want to have a certain takes from this conversation but before we get going can we uh, start with a little bit of yourself and if you can tell me your career journey till now sure so ever since that i realized about my career that was back in my school days i was uh, fascinated with chemistry and uh, so i was very clear in my head that i'm going to be a chemical engineer so i pursued my dream thankfully i also had uh, backing uh, from my family in the same space so that added uh, to the advantage after passing out uh, engineering i got an option of working in uh, one more aligned industry which was not to do with chemical but it was more into sheet metal components and uh, supplying to all the automobile giants where it actually groomed me for handling the systems software and also understanding the importance of how to manage a team of 60 people in a field that you don't know so that really taught me how to have a black box approach to particular thing so when when i joined in and when i exited it was almost uh, a 15 times rise in the sale that i could achieve then i got in 2008 uh, i got associated to something which was my zone in a company named generex where we were all partners together working uh, bringing in novel concepts in india pursued that dream and in 2019 i escalated that dream by having more infrastructure provided to the industry because the industry is uh, is disrupting in last 3 years i think that was a right call because uh, uh, there are lot many options available if you have that infrastructure with you so decided to do that and ever since it has been a dream journey wow that's that's so amazing to know about your journey so far and uh, chemical engineering is something i think not most of us would not opt for but knowing this from the school days is something fantastic so your your family is also in the same line is it that's right so so my father used to uh, have a distribution ship of ingredients which were more of commodities which uh-huh. used to go in as as an intermediate to apis so uh-huh. so the painkillers name ibuprofen and uh, something which goes in the aerospace but it's basically a friedel craft reaction catalyst that he used to work on So from there I thought that you know this is something which really fascinates me and always chemistry and organic chemistry fascinated me a lot. Wow. So yeah. Awesome awesome. Superb. So moving on uh, Rishabh in this era of you know we millennial generation what is your secret sauce for winning the top talent? Uh so I feel that uh, it's most important to first treat your employees as your partners right. So the concept of employee and employer is a very uh, 
kind of a pseudo concept is what i feel that the moment you give ownership of course when i'm talking i'm talking of the top talents when you give ownership of a particular thing or of a particular assignment of a particular role in your company you have to give them the space you need to give your thoughts to them you need to nurture them and you need to let them take the decision basically the moment you give that particular thing not only you are grooming them but you also making them independent and you are actually wanting them to be leaders and lead that particular domain that they handle in the company independently so the moment you empower them with what you can do in their in their place that's where they actually learn out of things and once a person sees that kind of a, a atmosphere or, or that culture that is where they really would uh, think that okay i mean they they can see the next 3 years or 5 years what's going to happen in their career growth i think that is what makes them stay absolutely absolutely very right he said i think these micromanaging and uh, the concept which is you know employee and the employer is is actually diminishing to be honest and uh, when you said rightly treat employees like your partners is such a such a beautiful sentence it stays with all just a few words right. thank you for providing that input and also you know as per a recent report a lack of career advancement and growth was invited highlighted as one of the top reasons behind how what's your take on this exactly the same you know because once you are going to treat them as your partners you will align your goals and you will share your goals with them saying that okay this is where the company is this is where you want to take them in the next second year third year fifth year and in that journey this is going to be your role okay so this is where i will be assisting you or i will be helping you to understand if you need my help but by this much time you need to be independent and you need to handle this then take on this responsibility so they have their growth chart with them and they know that they have to acquire these skills to take those positions at different time frame and eventually be where they are supposed to be so that if they are aligned with the company's pace and milestones so both the growth worms will go together uh, their individual and the companies and that's what people want they want to see what's going to happen in the next 5 uh, years with them or the 3 years are they going to improve on the skills are they going to improve on their horizon are they going to improve in the way they handle the same situation again and also how do they uh, you know take the tough uh, situations eventually which will come eventually in the future at the higher levels absolutely i think this all thing definitely can help our employees retain because we give them importance they, they don't work as an employee anymore and right. they yeah they take the entire ownership which makes them even more responsible and this can definitely help us in attrition reducing the attrition level superb so arshab um, how can businesses retain the human touch and strengthen the work culture in this digital workspace which results in employee retention so i will uh, you know answer that by uh, saying that first first of all the most important thing at least in our business so we basically uh, work a lot on uh, creating new ideas and new formulations so just to give you an example we make 6 to 8 formulations every day on the in the space of personal care so the personal care when i say for the listeners in a simple word these are creams lotions serums shampoos conditioners because we are working with more than 350 customers across india in the pharma space in the d2c space in the fmcg or the otc space so we have we are loaded with ideas so moment that comes in we have to churn out a lot of things also we are working with the highest brain globally because we represent them for the indian market 
So, uh, so for example, we say India is three years behind Korea or it is three years behind France. We know what is working right now in France. And now that time frame is also reducing. So initially it was five years. Now it is going down to three years. Maybe eventually it will be six months or one year. So the moment we have to work in that particular thing, uh, what we did is, I mean, uh, even at the toughest time, because as I said, you know, when I treat them, I treat them as family. So we used to send personal vehicles, get the people at the office, had the norms followed. And we never, uh, you know, we had never quit. And uh, we were producing new formulations, new samples every day. And that, that, that bonding as a team, that we need to be physically there in order to see, because it's more of, you know, it's, a, it's one team cooking and the second team seeing and tasting, right? So, you know, simple words that the formulation lab will be making more and more formulations. The business development manager will be seeing them. The technical team will be supporting the backup. There'll be supply chain who will be organizing back. The purchasing team will be organizing things in place. So all of that at one place and no repetition of work. I think all that seamlessly is uh, helps basically. So all this together will definitely help in, you know, creating that work culture and creating team bonding between them. That's right. Awesome. And Arshap, you know, with this, uh, with employee experience playing a very significant role these days in, you know, overall this growth agenda, uh, could you share some important strategies that organization must invest in to align work culture and this? So as I said, you know, you need to... uh work on developing leaders. You need to have a growth strategy where it will be a blend of uh, innovation and regular work, but you need to bring in the innovation on the table. Once once you have it, there will be, you'll be compelling your team to gain more and more skills. Right. So, and that's where they, they will see growth. So you need to be realistic, you need to be innovative and you need to give them space to grow. If you do these three things, eventually everything will fall in place because you're not just working to bring in some numbers randomly. You're really, what you're doing is really making sense. It's organic. And that is what eventually will sustain. If it is pseudo, it will just be good for a few years and it will fall back. So talking about, uh, you know, this culture so much, do you think work culture uh, has to be taken care of, you know, by a company from the seed level or uh, not, or, or maybe from, not from the seed level, but when we reach a certain stage? No, I think something which is, if we have to do it, it has to be at the seed level. There's no doubt in that. Because eventually, if you don't do that, it becomes how you treat people. Because, for example, my cabin is open for everyone to enter, anyone. So I have given the right, the people to question me. So if I have to take a decision, no person will feel shy. However, at whatever position that person is to come and say that if we are taking this call, what is the rationale behind that? So I said, I will answer all the questions because that really, so because they are the biggest critic because they they are the second best people to know exactly what will be best for the company. So the moment you have your doors open and let, and give them the liberty and also you are honest to yourself. So suppose if there is something that they come up with, which is better, you have to be graceful. You have to have that gut so gracefully accept that this is my mistake. I go back and I correct it. Yeah. So the moment you do that, I think that also talks a lot about culture. I mean, it's just not, I mean, transparent word is used very frequently these days, but you need to really live with it. So the work culture is definitely important for any organization. Absolutely. Yeah. And can you share some culture initiatives you 
you have taken as ambiguous? Sure. So I think, of course, I mean, the uh, it's, it's basically, it's not something which will happen periodically. Of course, there will be certain things and the festivals that you celebrate together on the team boarding activities or the outings that you do that always will going to do it they're going to it's going to enhance and take things to the next level for sure but what is important is that you need to live it by the day you right. need to uh, it's not something which will just happen five times a year right it is every day how do you treat your people how do you feel about your people everything of that sort will eventually translate into many things for example today there was a person uh, in our office she was expecting and she was not able to manage things so we said that don't relax if it was someone from my family i would have said that it's okay to take a year's break and join us back after a year it's fine don't worry on that part so i mean if you translate that comfort to them because uh, you just you know if you think like them they will have five queries in their mind that what is going to happen and if you answer them because if you put them put yourself in their shoes you know what are the questions right and if you answer them, they really feel very comfortable and confident to be having such a transparent discussion and it makes their life easy to take that decision. So, so I mean, it's, 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 it's something that will go on in your routine and uh, it's like an expanded family because we spend majority of our time in our office. Uh-huh. So, so it's all work, nothing you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Super, super. That's awesome to know. And uh, Ushab, what's your advice for emerging founders and leaders, the things to be taken care, especially in uh, developing a positive work culture? Uh, I think you need to be compassionate. You need to be transparent. You need to be realistic and you need to be innovative. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. This was so so quick. And in this, these words, what you just mentioned, they mean a lot. And I'm sure these inputs, what you have given, will definitely help our listeners. And I have already penned down so many things to what you were just talking. Thank you for that. So I have many more things to obviously ask you, but because we're running out of time, we can end this here, Arusha. But if at all my audience wants to reach out to you, uh, is LinkedIn the right place? Yeah, that'll be perfect. Perfect. Okay. Cool there, Arusha. Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you and you have a good day. Thank you, Ankita. And thank you, Springworks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.